It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, I put out three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones at all the usual spots, including iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It's Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with Madeline Klein. She is part of the new Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Uh, we're going to be talking to the uh, Outer Banks actress. Uh, well, she's going to tell us about, uh, first off, how shocked she was after being cast in the film. Pretty great quote in there. Uh, playing opposite such legendary names like Daniel Craig, Kate Hudson, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, to name a few, uh, as well as her character Whiskey's relationship uh, with David Batista's character Duke. Uh, Madeline's also going to discuss the uh, the sequel's relationship with the original 2019 Knives Out. Uh, we'll talk some music, especially how uh, Ed Norton kept the cast moving with his playlists. And a little nugget that uh, Daniel Craig, apparently not a fan of jazz. So let's do this. We're talking Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. It's Kyle Meredith with Madeline Klein. Hi, Kyle. How are you? Let me say the, the obvious stuff here. Congratulations on uh, being part of this uh, this wonderful movie with uh, with Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Uh, I, I love the first one. This one is even so much better. And uh, and I thought maybe we just start at the beginning here. How did you get involved? How did you get cast in this one? I got an email uh, from, my, from my agents uh, informing me that I had an audition for it. And I stared at the email for a solid minute and a half, maybe. Um, and I was just, I was just in shock. I was shitting my pants, for lack of better words, <laughs> um, because I was such a fan of the first. And I immediately just got so nervous. Um, but uh, yeah, I, that's it was it was just a good old email. And then I um, sent in a self tape 
And then I, I believe I sent in another, and then I had a, uh, like a callback producer ses session. And then I had a, a director's meeting with Ryan and then Ryan gave me the call, uh, but it was all over zoom. It, it, it was, none of it was in person. And because we were still deep in the throes of, of the pandemic. So yeah, that's, and then I, and then I packed my bags and I went to Greece. It must've been its own thing too, but, but then you arrive in Greece and, you know, and, and I don't know, you're part of just an amazing crew uh, of actors and yourself included, but that must, I mean, was that a different experience than, than having sort of a cast like this? Like, what was that experience like? I mean, it was intimidating really, really intimidating. And of course, because of, you know, how prolific their careers have been, um, of course, you know, their reputations preceded them. And, um, and so I, you know, I kind of psyched myself out a little bit. I was so nervous and, um, I was so, uh, I, I was just, I really was just like, I have to get my shit together. Like, I, I you know, I, I, I really, I, I really wanted to, um, I, I just, I wanted to be able to hold my own. Um, and I was really, really excited to learn from them and to kind of, uh, and to, to kind of study, you know, I mean, it, it, it did feel like a masterclass and I, I got to watch all these really masterful actors work. And then I, you know, in turn, I got to get to know them. Um, and I realized, very quickly that they are just as wonderful of people as they are actors and you know it's so funny because people talk about you know especially I, I think especially as an actor you think about you know meeting or even working with your you know your heroes um especially as a young actor and so getting to do this um being so young I feel it was it was truly like a a pinch me kind of thing for three months I would wake up in in the morning I kind of like slap myself around and <laughs> like get yourself together <laughs> um and it, you know and just like soak it all in yeah I mean there's that moment right when you've got to well when you're these people you uh look up to uh admire uh, on the work like when they become the humans because outside of the work there's the hang in, in a situation like this mm -hmm. I mean like like at what point do you finally start to get comfortable you know, I think, um, I think the nerves kind of really, I don't know, actually, no, I take it back. I don't think the nerves ever really went away. I think I kind of started to get comfortable in the, like the, that adrenaline that came from the nerves, um, because I recognized pretty early on that it was such a, um, a familial, um, and like loving and supportive environment and so you know it, it became easier to uh let the nerves like channel the nerves into like a like a like a uh, I guess like performance um and less so about like you know like psyching myself out a little bit but um I realized pretty early on that this crew is really really special and supportive and warm and welcoming I think that's kind of where I started to get more comfortable and in, in, in turn um, started to, to become more free in yeah. the, you know, the play spirit of it all. Well, let, let's, you know, what we can, I'd love to hear about your character. Like how do they pitch whiskey to you? Because 
the one thing that I really love about your character is they're, and I'll use the term, um, she's onion skinned. There are these layers that sort of peel away as you go along. It's almost like you're having to do a performance inside a performance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So how was whiskey pitched to you? And, 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 and what did you see in her? You know, um, I can't actually, I, I can't even remember if in the, the breakdown of my first email, I even had like a character description other than very basic, like age range, um, girlfriend of Duke. Um, but I, Ryan didn't really pitch whiskey to me. We had a, we had, he, I think when, if, if I remember correctly, when we had our first conversation, Ryan and I, I kind of pitched my idea of whiskey to him. Um, I think he was more interested in what we could bring to the table to, um, I think, complement what he had already written because what he had already written was so rich because um, he's such a he's a, such a phenomenal writer and so specific. And so I kind of I went through the script like two, three times before I met with Ryan after I'd gotten the script and I had written down um a bunch of ideas and um I had done a lot of research into like influencers and YouTubers and you know I, I did a lot of like a lot of spent a lot of afternoons staring at the ceiling trying to think about like people like influencers um uh, people that I'd seen here in LA um people that I'd met and I just had like this notebook of ideas. And so when, when Ryan answered the Zoom call, when we had our meeting, I just kind of like word vomited to him, like my ideas and who I felt whiskey was. And, um, and I, you know, and it, it was a, it was really a fun conversation um, because I felt, I immediately felt like how collaborative and how playful um his he was um as a director and and he was just super super uh down for for all of it to just try everything and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh i, I live in kentucky in the midwest and allergies yeah i suffer when i say i suffer from allergies i suffer from allergies and around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. 
with all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Madeline Klein. Well, it's really fun seeing you play against, of course, De Batista. And, and, and he's got his own lane <laughs> of yep. character that he's... Uh, and I, I don't know what you can uh, say to that, but but finding the chemistry with him, uh, what went into that? Because I, I love the juxtaposition of of who the two of you are, you yeah. know, as yeah. Yeah, I think I do think I do think whiskey whiskey cares a lot for for Duke, but at the same time, I think she cares a lot about uh, her um, her goals, and I think there's some there's some there's some social climbing. Uh, there's, there's for sure. I think, um, they, I think their relationship with each other is mutually beneficial for what each other wants. Um, and, and I think that's, that has a lot to do with it, uh, with their, like their, the way they interact and move around each other. And, um, and Dave is, is so lovely and he's such a phenomenal person to be able to share, the screen with um and have as a as an actor opposite um of me and and he's just he's so thoughtful he's such a gentle uh such a gentle giant such a wonderful guy and I think he his his duke was absolutely perfect now now as we know you know it's a sequel in name and and of course we've got our detective but but story-wise you know they, they don't share anything between the two but still like when you go into I, I guess normally when you would go into a sequel, like you would have to really, you know, know the stuff at the beginning. Were you all coached to do that? Or was it sort of like, hey, this is a clean slate? I think from the very beginning, we realized it was a clean slate. I think it just based off of the script, it was, um, it, I mean, it was very clear that it was the same universe, but a different novel. And I also think from the very beginning, from my first day on set, I realized uh, just with this group of actors in particular, it was, we were really leaning into the comedy of it all and the satire. 
even like in my opinion, even more so, I think, uh, in some, sometimes in the, than in the first. And that was really fun because Ryan would always say bigger, 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 like it's not big enough more. And, and, and sometimes you go like, what are you sure? And, and he was always, I mean, he was always very short and, and we quick, we quickly learned, um, well, I think even before I was on set, I, I knew that Ryan was going to be a director that I could at trust. Absolutely. Well, again, it's just kind of fun seeing the interaction that go through this and, and who people like, I, I don't know. And, and again, what we can say and what we can't say, but, uh, but, it, but it's like miles, you know, you have the Ed Norton character here too. And, and we've seen his character so much um, in real life. Was that ever part of it? Like these people are to represent like sort of these other people that we've seen? I think, um, I think everyone's taken inspiration <laughs> from, from people uh, that they have seen or been around or experienced or had experiences with. Um, so, and I think, Again, like I think what was really fun about it is just like is how how satirical it all was mm -hmm. um, and how everybody really leaned into it. But yeah, I would say that I think everybody kind of pulled little bits and pieces. I think some more than others, uh, just depending on, you know, your I guess depending on each each cast members acting method. I don't even know what to say there, but how how they prefer to approach a role. Um, but for me, I, I kind of, again, like I took little bite-sized pieces of people that I had seen. And I think, I think a lot of, a lot of my cast members, just hearing them talk did the same. You know, bringing up sort of the fun side of it too. I mean, it sounds like it's all fun actually, but, uh, but Glass Onion being a Beatles song and there being that musical slant, I mean, Knives Out and, and Radiohead to me, and, you know, I'll, I'll sort of close out with this too, because as you talk about doing the influences, musically do you ever use those parts like you know i was watching you in the in the hot stuff video the donna summer uh, which was fun but you know yeah. when, when we have this musical side of the movie like what's your musical lane and does that ever play a part of what you're bringing into your role you know it's so funny i am um, it's i don't know like music is in a in a way yeah but for this one um for this one edward um Cause I wish I had like more of an actual concrete answer for like myself and whiskey, but I actually don't. Um, I, I remember um, that summer in Greece and Serbia, I listened to a lot of uh, the Grateful Dead. Um, I just, just on a kick and ABBA because I was in Greece. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, we, Edward, when I think of whiskey and I think of, this movie and the like the making of this movie I think of this playlist that Edward created and he he called it Green Room and um it is it is a collection of songs that we like to listen to in the green room um and a lot of it's like 70s uh 60s I, he, <laughs> he like uh no yeah I can't I don't want to spoil anything um but yeah, it, it, it was kind of, it, they were all kind of oldies and throwbacks, but absolutely no jazz because Daniel hates jazz. Don't ever, if you ever, ever get the privilege of being around him, do play jazz. <laughs> so you can see his reaction to it. 
Uh, I love the movie. It's so much fun. Congratulations again to all you all accomplished on this one. It's one of my favorites I've seen. Madeline, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. Thank you so, so much. And my thanks to Madeline Klein, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery on Netflix. Thanks to you as well for checking out this episode. Before you get out, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. Again, I put out three new interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify and Podchaser, at uh, NPR and WFPK.org. YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, because that's where I do a show, Monday through Friday. Starts at 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. Of course, you can also catch me on the uh, social media spots, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.